Don't mind your business. Mind my podcast, Mind Elixir. Hello, and what is up? My name is Ayoka. If you don't know me, then hi. I started this podcast to share my tips, things learned, and takes on modern social issues as I grow as a teen. If you have already listened to me, then welcome back to the pod. I was a bit scared to make this episode, but whatever. Here it is. I'm doing it right now. I'm actually recording this on Sunday, three days before I have to upload it. So I'm going to have to edit during the school week. Yikes. But, you know, that's whatever. And my week, it's gone okay so far. So I actually, I was doing my geometry homework. And for the first time, I actually understand something somewhat well. Because I started using this website, Slater, Slatter, S-L-A-B-E-R.com. And basically, it has the answers to the textbook, but not only the answers, it tells you how to do it. And whenever it tells me how to do it, I actually understand how to do the problem. So I understand how to do it on the test better, which I don't know. I don't know if that would be considered cheating, but I don't think it would be since it's only the homework. And plus, I'm actually like going through the steps. So I don't know. I don't know. But I can't believe I haven't been using it all this time. So anyway. Let's get into this. I want at first I wanted to wait until I finished taking Accutane to do this episode because I wanted to make a whole few episodes on like my self-love journey. But then technically at the same time I can't do an episode on my self-love journey if I I don't have one. And whenever I say I don't have one, I mean I haven't le- completely learned to love myself yet. And um that's okay, I guess. But I have gotten a bit better. So I wanted to go over basically my journey with acne, what I've gone through, and then I wanted to talk about my skincare routine, some things you should say not say to people with acne. I wanted to talk about why representation of acne in the media matters and all of that. So basically, I believe I first started having acne in third grade. It was like third, fourth, fifth grade. I started having acne around that time, and it was probably hormonal acne and I've had it for around five years now since I'm 15 and it was really just in my forehead and nose that t-zone and then I also had scarring on my cheeks because my mother she would always tell me to like pop the acne which is not a good thing don't pop pimples that literally just leaves more scars I mean yeah that just leaves more scars and then that's not that great so I had like scarring on my cheeks too And honestly, having acne, it's impacted my confidence in such a significant and not that great way, more a very negative way. And although a lot of the time I just act overconfident, not necessarily egotistical, but just I just try to act confident, I don't necessarily feel confident in myself. I just rather act overconfident than acting self-deprecating, if that makes sense. And to be honest, in middle school, I would just look at my face in the mirror and I would feel so ugly and wondering, why did this have to happen to me? Why did I have to get acne? Why did I have to have this thing all over my face? It made me feel so ugly and disgusting. Like, why did I have to get the bad part of puberty? Like, I didn't even have boobs, yet I had acne all over my face. What? That's literally what went through my mind. And I remember I would look in the mirrors especially those mirrors that magnify. Oh my gosh, those are so dangerous. If you have acne, those are very dangerous mirrors. Do not go up to them. 
else you will next thing you know you're standing spending 30 minutes in the mirror looking at your face analyzing every single detail of your face and that's just too much don't don't look in those super magnifying mirrors if you have acne then you're going to start nitpicking at the details but anyway I would look in those mirrors and it would just make me want to cry whenever I see my face and yeah it would just make me so sad because I just disliked my appearance and my acne so much and speaking of crying some people say they haven't cried in like they're like I haven't cried since I was six years old and I think that's kind of weird personally I just think that's kind of weird because like isn't crying a healthy release of emotions it's like a healthy way to release your emotions and if you haven't cried since you're like two years old or something then you're either lying or something is going on because that is not a flex And I remember I would always feel sometimes whenever people would talk to me, whenever my acne was more severe in middle school, fifth, sixth grade-ish, seventh grade-ish, I would feel so awkward and self-conscious just because I didn't want to make eye contact with them because I felt like they were staring at my acne instead of actually staring, looking at me in the eyes. I would literally feel like that. I feel as though most people with acne, they probably relate to that. And I just feel like they were probably staring at me. And thinking, damn, that girl is so ugly. Look at her acne. Although they probably were not. That's very unlikely. But, you know, it's just my brain. It gets out of control. And it starts thinking that stuff. And then I'm pretty sure in sixth grade, not that many people at my school had acne. And I would always wonder, why am I the only one that this happens to? Why is my skin so messed up? Although acne is natural literally natural it doesn't make you messed up but that's what I was thinking at the time and maybe other people at my school did have acne actually they probably did but I don't think I noticed it as much I wouldn't focus on it as much as I did my own face just because um I think I wouldn't focus on theirs as much as I would my own face just because I think sometimes I'm too difficult on myself and nitpicky and all of that like What's that saying? Yeah, we're we're our own worst critic. So I think I would focus on my own a lot more than others pe- other people's acne. So I wouldn't notice theirs as much. Which is probably the same for other people too. And although mine was super se- wasn't my acne, it wasn't super severe and it isn't super severe. I don't want to understate the struggle I went through while having having acne. Because just because acne, it's just something on your skin. It's just the surface of you, just the surface level thing. It's impacted me in more than just on the surface. You know what I mean? If that makes sense. I feel like I was trying to sound deep, but it just sounds weird. But it's impacted me and my mental health in more ways than one. It's more than just not feeling pretty. Like it may just seem like a trivial little thing. Having acne may just seem like a trivial little thing compared to all the problems of the world, but it really did hurt my self-esteem and the way I felt and thought about myself because I just truly felt so ugly and unattractive. And speaking of unattractive, I also felt that no boy would, nobody would ever like me. And I mean, technically, no boy ever dated me, but my acne probably wasn't the determining factor in that. 
Plus, I'm glad I didn't date anyone in middle school because most of those relationships didn't last and I probably just wasn't ready for that type of commitment in middle school. But if someone lets acne determine whether you're, if someone makes acne a determining factor in whether you're going to date someone or not, that's just really rude and messed up. Because why would you do that? Like, why? But anyway. Okay, let's get into skincare. So many things I've tried. I have tried so many drugstore products and really it felt as though none of them ever made a major difference. Like so many. Oh my, well, maybe not so many, but I have tried quite a few. And I would see people with clear skin and I'm like, literally, how can they do that? They literally don't. Some, of, some people with clear skin, they have no routine at all. They'll wake up, put water on their face, no lotion, no nothing. And then they'll be touching their face every two seconds, never break out or I don't know, or putting stuff all over their face and it never gets, it gets acne. And I'm like, I envy them for that because the slightest thing to me and bam, we have a breakup, bam, we have a new pimple. Even if I do nothing to my, if I don't, don't do anything to trigger it, I still get new acne. I would still get new acne. And so, ugh. But, you know, acne, it can be caused by different things like stress and then hormones and also diet. I know I actually tried this thing where I tried to go like dairy free for a while, but I don't think that I don't think my diet had a major effect or impact in me having acne. I know people always say to give up sugar and to give up dairy. I don't know, maybe that works for other people. I didn't really record my progress well whenever I did try to do a little diet, acne, low glycemic diet. But yeah, and for me, I think it was primarily caused by genetics and hormones. And over this period of time, whenever I had acne in middle school, I went to two dermatologists and I'd also tried a bunch of other products before that. So the ones I got from the dermatologist, those didn't really help either. And I just became so hopeless because I was seeing no progress in my skin at all. And I just thought I was going to have acne for literally ever. And that just made me so sad and hopeless. And like, ugh, like it just made me so sad. But now I've gone to this other dermatologist and now I'm taking Accutane. Yay. If you don't already know Accutane, it's basically this medication for mild to severe acne and and it has a whole bunch of scary side effects like depression and also we have to get I have to get blood tests every month and I'm literally scared of needles. So, we love that. But I have to get blood tests just to monitor your the levels of something I forgot what. You have to monitor monitor the levels of something within your body. And then also they have to check if you're pregnant for females. I think they have to check if you're pregnant because it can cause birth defects if you take, if you have a baby, get pregnant while taking Accutane. So that's kind of scary. But, you know, obviously I'm not getting pregnant anytime soon. And then in addition, it also caused the only side effect I've had is dry skin. Because like my skin, it can get super dry sometimes before Accutane. My skin, it was so oily, but now it's dry. And basically, I just use Vaseline and Aquaphor on my lips and water. 
But last week, it was kind of weird. Also, another part of the dryness. Because I got like, well, not last week, but a few weeks ago, I got like four nosebleeds within three days. And although I do get nosebleeds often, the way I literally got so many in within that time period, the fact that I got that many and the fact that I was already using this gel up my nose, it was kind of weird. The gel up my nose that was supposed to prevent them, but I still got them. That was kind of weird. And then I also got a nosebleed today and like another one last week too. So yeah, I'm pretty sure that's because the Accutane, it probably dries out my nose. And before Accutane, also this year with this dermatologist, I took this, I took three other medications and well, three other creams. I'm actually still kind of still taking them off and on. Right now I took Dapsone gel, whatever the heck that is. And then I took Amzeet, which is this like yellow foam you just put on your face. And then I also took Acleaf. So those, they did not really work. They didn't have a major difference. Accutane, which I've been taking for several months now, I'd probably say I'd been ta- I've been taking it for about six months, question mark, five months. I probably should have checked that before this, but I've been taking it for a while now. And it has had such a major difference. It's worked pretty well. If you are thinking about doing Accutane, then do it. You won't regret it. You probably won't regret it. Unless you have a scary side effects. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so far it's worked pretty well. The results will be worth it. And I'm actually not done. T- I'm still not done taking Accutane. I think we ta- I'm supposed to take it for a year or something. I'm not sure the time period I'm supposed to take it for. It really just depends on the dosage you have. But I'm a bit scared to see what will happen in the end whenever I'm off Accutane. Because so far my acne, it's mostly gone away. I don't really have any that many scars or all of that. But I just don't want my skin to relapse because that will be scary. Having to have gone through all of this just for, for my skin to go back to being having acne again. That would just be so not it. That would not be it for me. Speaking of relapse. So remember I had that episode where I was talking about how I had arthritis, right? And I said, my medication is working so well. Well, I'm pretty sure I jinxed that because now my fingers are like swollen up again and messed up. And it's, I'm so stressed out about that. It's kind of scary. Um, yeah, now that my fingers, they're kind of like back to being their regular old arthritis self. I guess that's a relapse. Yeah. But you know what? Going back to the Accutane thing, I also wanted to say there's been significant progress regarding that. And the way I was able to see that progress was by actually just taking pictures of myself. I used to take try to take them like every two days, but that was too much. And I haven't really taken a picture in a while. But then the last last week I looked at the first picture I took whenever I was on Accutane of my face. It was just front view, um, right side of my face and left side of my face or side profile and other side profile. And there was so much, such a big difference. I was like kind of shocked. And whenever you see the progress photos, it just motivates you to keep going, to take, keep taking your medication. And it makes me feel good because I actually know that what I'm doing is actually making a difference for my skin. And it makes me really happy and glad. I also wanted to give my routine, well, not necessarily my, necessarily my routine, but what I use while I'm on Accutane, 
I currently use this cleanser, just a simple Neutrogena cleanser. And then in the morning for my face, I used an Olay, Olay the Sensitive Skin SPF in the morning, 15 SPF. Yeah, it's important to use SPF in the morning. I don't know if a lot of people know this. Maybe you do, maybe you don't. But because even if you, even if it's not that bright, like the sun, it can still be damaging your skin. So it's important to use sunscreen on your face, at least. Not that much, not heavy sunscreen, but whenever you go out every day, at least. I just use it every day, whether I go out or not. Oh, at night, I use this Equate Beauty Ceramide Moisturizer. And it works really well, I guess. It's just a simple thing. And I'm pretty sure it's a ripoff of, well, not a ripoff, but like a copy or based off of the CeraVe night thing. And CeraVe, it's recommended by a lot of dermatologists. I'm pretty sure the Equate thing, my mom just bought it because it was a better deal. But they probably work the same. And then also at night, sometimes I switch it up. Sometimes I use Cetaphil, which is another big brand recommended by dermatologists. I use that lotion for my face. Also, another thing, I keep on saying another, another. I use Witch Hazel, but make sure if you use Witch Hazel to use the hydrating toner version of it. Just put, it's basically just like a liquid I use after I wash my face before I put on anything else on my face I just wipe it off with witch hazel on a cotton ball wipe my face with witch hazel on a cotton ball but make sure it's the hydrating version otherwise it will really dry out your skin and we don't want that also I've heard a lot of good things about the Neutrogena Hydro Boost I've never actually tried it but I did see like a review by what's his name Hiram Hiram but I don't use but I've heard a lot of good things about Neutrogena Hydro Boost gel for your face and it's very moisturizing so maybe try that and then also I whenever I haven't really had a breakout in a while or any noticeable pimples in noticeable pimples in a while but whenever I did I would use the hydrocolloid hydrocolloid however that word is pronounced what the heck I would use hydrocolloid patches on my skin on the on the spot and it would really help a lot it would make it go down overnight not completely but it would you would see a bit of a difference and I also saw these other super cute hello kitty acne sticker patches thingies and they look so cute so I probably I'm probably going to get those soon and in addition there was also this thing I used before I started taking Accutane I only used it for a while but it was the Dermalogica Beauty Kit. Dermalogica, which is a brand, a skincare brand. Dermalogica, Dermalogica Kit for acne. And I think that was pretty good for my skin as well. I'm not a professional, so don't quote me. But this is just what's helped for me. And then in addition, before I started taking Accutane, I can't take... I don't use the Aztec Clay Mask anymore because it is quite drying. But the Aztec Clay Mask, like you can kind of feel it working. Not well, maybe it does work, maybe it doesn't. But the Aztec clay mask, it it's just a powder. You mix it with water, put it on your face, use it once a week, max, because it can be drying. And then also there's always the original, the natural, the regular icing your face. I guess icing your face, it just helps with inflammation. Which, you know, yeah. Then I also wanted to talk about I wanted to talk about um, getting real. When I say real, I mean, I think that there should be 
more people with of different skin types, skin textures in movies, social media, on magazines and all of that. Just so that people have don't feel don't necessarily feel like negative ways about their skin. You know, whenever you see someone with something a trait like you or something represented, it just makes you feel better about yourself. Not that it needs to be, but I think it would be a great thing if people with acne were represented in a non-negative light in the media. I also think it's important for people to just like have their real untouched skin in TV shows. And because people with acne, they're usually portrayed in a negative light. Like the way I see it, I've seen like usually it'll be like the person with acne is an oily, greasy boy with bad hygiene, hygiene that eats pizza all day. And that is definitely not me. I'm not some, so, like, they need to portray acne in just, like, a regular way in different perspectives because there's such a stigma around it and how society perceives it. People think, people think that other, others with acne, that they have bad hygiene, that they don't wash their face, that they eat so unhealthy. Well, maybe some of us do. Well, yeah, sometimes I eat unhealthy, but I'm pretty sure that didn't have that big of an effect on whether I had acne or not. If I ate healthy, I would if I ate completely 100% healthy, I'd probably still have acne too. Hashtag we love our genetics. We, I love my um deoxyribonucleic acid. We love you. I really do, but sometimes it's a struggle. And although sometimes I think it'd be interesting if, you know, you know how certain traits that were like undesirable or not or usually covered up became beautiful like freckles or even what are they called those under eye bags there was this one tiktok trend where the lady was purposely putting dark darker makeup or whatever you call it under her eye to give the appearance of eye bags and then there's also this instagram filter that gives you like called no sleep that makes your eyes look darker under them gives you darker under eyes so I think it'd be interesting if acne became one of those traits that was before people don't want it, must be avoided at all costs, but then people start to actually want it, just like how people started to draw on freckles. Not that freckles were a negative thing, but before they were just there, but now people actually add freckles to themselves. But yeah, it, I think that just shows that those little traits, they don't define your beauty just little traits like that. And although I would I really wish I could say I felt beautiful whenever I had severe more severe acne, but I really didn't if I'm being honest, I really didn't. But that's okay, I guess. I don't know. Because even though it's not permanent, even though acne it's usually just temporary, it can last for a long time and it doesn't always feel temporary. Even though it's just on the surface, even though the spots and hurt and all of that is just on the surface, the pain isn't just surface level. It feels more than just having little bumps on your face. But always remember that the media and on TV, a lot of that stuff is so touched up and edited in some ways. Like, I don't understand why they put so much, so many, so much smoothing on the magazine of like people in makeup ads on magazine like what's the point I want to see real skin because real skin has pores it has acne it has texture it has 
hair, maybe, sometimes. It has bumps. It has bruises. It has hyperpigmentation. It has blemishes. I want to see real skin. Actually, I think I'm going to name this episode Getting Real About Real Skin. Or maybe Getting Real About My Acne. Yeah, that's probably a better episode title. In addition, I actually also wanted to go over things not to say to people with acne because I have heard I have heard some rude, not okay things said to me, said about me. And first of all, let's start off with the main one. Just don't point out if someone is having a breakout or you see they have a pimple on their face or just all of that. Or don't say don't say ew to someone's face. That's just obviously rude. Like, why would why would you want to say that to someone? Like, <sighs> people are or- already aware of what they have on their face most of the time. I mean, obviously, if I have, like, something on my face that looks like it's about to literally bleed, please tell me that. But otherwise, it's mostly unnecessary. Like, I remember last year in eighth grade, this one girl, she just looked at my face and she was like, is that a pimple? Um duh why would you point it out and it just made me feel so more so much more um self-conscious like um yeah I know I have a pimple on my face I literally look in the mirror every morning duh thank you for making me hyper aware of my own physical features that I'm already that I already worry and stress about enough like most of the time just don't point out if someone is having a breakout or if you see their skin is worse don't 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 say your skin's gotten worse. That that should be like a basic one too. Cause why would you tell someone that their skin's getting worse? That's just like, I don't know, that's just rude. And another one I've heard a lot is drink some water. Just wash your face. Like if I hear another big say this one more time, oh my God. Most of the time, people with acne, they're already doing everything they can to prevent the acne. They've tried a lot of stuff. So when you're telling them to just drink water, it's like they probably already know to drink water. They probably already have a skincare routine, especially whenever it's someone with like already clear skin that's never suffered through acne trying to give you advice. It's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Hold up. Hold up. And I remember like literally... I would always go through these onto these research binges, YouTube research binges and internet binges or whatever, looking for face products for acne. So if someone is literally just telling me, drink water, wash your face, that's so unhelpful. I mean, I know you're probably t- trying to help, but they're usually no help. And I'm pretty sure if someone's acne literally went away just because they started drinking water, then they must have been like severely dehydrated for a long-term amounts or something. Because drinking extra water just never made my acne go away. Another thing, and also the washing the face part. I already wash my face twice a day. I've tried washing it once a day, but washing my face once a day makes me feel so icky. And whenever I wash it once a day, there's like, extra oil and crust on that on it and it just dries out so that is a no so wash I already washed my face moral of the story another the third thing giving out unsolicited advice this kind of goes with the last one 
But although most of the time people's advice, it comes from a place of good, it's usually just annoying, a bit annoying, especially if it's just a regular conversation and you're just telling someone, oh, you should try this for your acne. Um, please do not tell me that. Like, unless you're, um, unless we're already discussing, like, I don't know, maybe we're giving each other skincare tips, then yeah, that would be an appropriate conversation to say, give someone advice. But otherwise, it's a bit unnecessary. Unless you're a medical professional, unless you're a literal dermatologist, maybe that would help. But otherwise, keep it to yourself. Also, this next one, it should go without saying, but apparently for middle schoolers, it doesn't. Middle schoolers, probably high schoolers too, it doesn't go without saying. Don't make fun of it and insult people about their acne like How low do you have to go to, oh my gosh, my voice is getting a little cracked. Yikes. But how low do you have to go to literally just make fun of something, something on someone's face that they can't control? Calling people mountain range, saying consolation this, consolation that. Or if you're trying to roast someone and then you roast them about their acne, that's really just unnecessary, unneeded. That is a very dirty thing to do not a like I don't know if you still make fun of people for their acne for their rosacea for their eczema then you can disrespectfully kiss my ass I need to take a quick break let me get some water okay now I'm back and refreshed kind of I don't think people understand but recording a podcast it kind of makes like my throat dry even though it's just talking like I still get kind of my throat it gets a little ah I don't know what that was. Please ignore that. But anyway, also, like, oh, I was say, talking about not making fun of people for their acne. Just don't do that. It's just, like, if people, they're probably already insecure of it. And they don't need someone adding extra rude stuff on top of that. And, like, I still remember some of the rude things people said about me and my acne. Really not needed. Also, last one. Don't try to compliment someone by mentioning their acne. Like, I see this a lot in TikTok videos. Like, it'll literally be a girl video of a girl. Maybe she's doing a cool butterfly makeup look. And then people in the comments are like, you're beautiful with or without acne. What? The video had nothing to do with her acne, yet you're bringing that up. That is such, I don't, that's kind of such a backhanded compliment. Like, If someone is just doing something and it has nothing to do with their acne and someone just gives a compliment related to it, like, you're beautiful with or without your acne. It's kind of a little bit uh, not that great a thing to do. I also wanted to give some advice on how to deal with acne because, you know, obviously I've been through that and I am currently going through it. First of all, I feel like these are probably basic tips that everyone should know. But I'm still going to give them in case maybe you don't. First of all, find your skin type and research it. My skin type is oily. So oily skin has to be kept moisturized. And then also, um, make sh- I have to make sure like the lotions I use don't have excessive oil in it. Maybe your sensitive skin, maybe your dry skin, maybe your combination. Find that out. Also, you can experiment with your diet by um, maybe get one of those apps where you can record what you eat and then also take pictures of your face each day if you want to 
I know a lot of people say that um, dairy and sugar, they say that those cause acne. That could be a cause of your acne. If you have acne, I don't know. That could be a cause of it because it is caused by so many multiple things. Also, change your pillowcase because we don't want the bacteria building up and then getting into your face. That is not that great. Other thing, research skincare products before you buy them on YouTube. Some two good YouTube channels are Hiram, Hiram, and then the Golden RX. Hiram, he's pretty popular, does lots of reviews on skincare products and all of that. The Golden RX, she has a few routines. She doesn't have that many videos, but her videos are also really great for my brown skinned beauties because, you know, sometimes. Sometimes brown skin, it can't always have the same types of products as other colors of skin, you know? Like, for example, SPF. Like, some SPFs, they use, they leave, like, this weird color on brown skin. So, I'd have to go check which ones don't use leave that weird color. You know what I mean? And then also, make sure to find a routine and stick to it, at least for a while and record your progress. I didn't record my progress before, but I am recording my progress on Accutane and see how your skin reacts to different products, but at least use the product for a while instead of just switching up a new product every single day because that will just confuse your skin and that's not that great. And if nothing else works, just go to a dermatologist and see what they can do. And there was also this one skin positivity account. I think I'm going to link it in my um I'll link it in the description because I was talking about how I wanted to see more real skin. There's this one kind of skin positivity bot not really well, yeah, skin positivity photography account on Instagram and there's a lot more too, so I'll link that in the description if you want to look at that and see real untouched skin up close because we don't see, always see enough of that. If you have or if you are struggling with acne, always feel free to reach out to me through Instagram or at mind.elixir because we shouldn't be feel ashamed of what we have or the traits or the little things on about us or because it's just what we've been through and that's a part of us. And remember that acne doesn't define your beauty. Eczema, rosacea, any skin conditions you have, they don't define your beauty. They don't determine whether you're ugly or not because beauty is subjective. You're not ugly because you have acne, despite what I thought throughout middle school. Ugh, that voice in my head tells me, talks to me too much. Ah! Because, what was I saying? And I hope you could understand and relate to my struggle with acne and mental health. Or if you don't have acne, then I hope you could understand what some people with acne go through. And maybe just learn not to judge others just because of their the condition of their skin because we don't always know what they're going through thank you so much for listening make sure to leave a review if you like it and you can reach out to me at mindelixir or mindelixir.thepodcast at gmail.com um follow subscribe leave a rating on the podcast and yeah i'll see you oh link in the description for all the youtube channels and i'll probably maybe list out the product if i feel like it and yeah, bye. See you next week.